Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success. I'm here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I wanted to uh, share with you a quote that I received this morning. Every morning when I get up, I have a little bit of a routine as far as reading and part of that reading are two uh, quotes that are sent to me every day Um, most of them don't make the cut of either writing down or sharing but sometimes some of them do Uh, today's being was one of those days Uh, it's a quote that I've heard um, many times before but I did not realize um, who's getting credit for it uh, the the quote, it says, you must remember to love people and use things rather than love things and use people. And that was said by uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, God rest his soul. Uh, he is a very dynamic speaker of his time and really took the bull by the horns when it came to uh, tele-evangelists. He really uh, was good in front of the camera. And he's, believe, on the road to to becoming a saint. I don't know if he's beatified yet or not. But nonetheless, we do have to remember, you know, to love people and to use things but also you know not to love things and use people and sometimes sub- subconsciously i think we get mixed up in that you know for me a lot of the times you know i mean i tend not to um be too endearing to people and I'm more endearing to, you know, material things. Like, I got a new car, you know. Well, I say new, it's a 2018, but new to me. And, you know, I'm playing around with all the gadgets and the bells and whistles. You know, it it seems as though I put more attention to that sometimes than my own family you know so I need to be conscious of that and I think that's what's good about personal development folks it's not only to to give us some of the instruments and tools that we need to be successful but sometimes to tell us hey listen you're screwing up here you're not doing well you're doing this wrong and we you know give ourselves a mental kick in the pants that's well-deserved in my, in my case, for sure. So anyhow, uh, with our friend Darren Hardy, uh, pretty good one today. Uh, the, the title was The Real Secret to See Steve Jobs' Massive Success. And Darren Hardy basically said, you know, you must control your attention 
to control your life. You know, and it seems easy that we can control our attention. It seems very, you know, turn the switch on, turn the switch off, but it's not that easy to become laser focused, if you will. You know, you really need to practice and, and work at it, you know, daily. You know, the, the most valuable thing in the world is your attention. You know, to control your life, you must control what you pay attention to, whether it's good or bad. You know, you want to control your life, you got to figure out and control what you're paying attention to. You know, whether it be cheesy movies on, on television, the, the nightly news, or a, a great documentary, uh, or a excellent biography. Something that's going to not only inspire you, but help you in your line of work. That's, that's important. Uh, the X factor number four, this is day number four, is a maniacal focus. And that maniacal focus, folks, will turn into cold, hard cash. It will you do this the correct way you know it takes a desperate obsessive focus you really have to focus with all and every fiber and all of your heart and all of your creativity and that was a, a statement from Will Smith talking about focus and what it takes to be successful in a certain respect. And our friend Joel Olstein, a American pastor, uh, leads a very large Christian-based church. He basically said, you know, He's, he said of himself that he's very focused and structured. You know, he has, he has people that work for him say no for him because he has a hard time saying no, you know. And he does that. He does that what, what he's good at. You know, that's what Joel basically came to the re- realization that, listen, I'm good at preaching on the weekends. Let me focus on that as opposed to getting involved with the audio and the lights and all the other nuances that I'm not as good at. Let me focus on what I'm, I'm really good at. And he structures his week to meet his objectives. You know, work is never done. So you have to be disciplined to say no. You know, you want to 
as he mentioned, prune your life around what you're good at. And it's, folks, it's as simple as that, but it's very difficult to do because you get pulled in all sorts of different directions. Even when you have the door locked, no noise, and you're popping open your laptop to write uh, an article or a blog, and you know you hear a chime on your phone or a ding on your laptop, and next thing you know, you're checking things out, whether it be an email or web posting, whatever have you. It's taking you out of your zone. So do things to prevent interruption. And Steve Jobs, he says, focusing is not about saying yes. Focusing is about saying no and reaping the rewards of what you do by being committed to that. You know, success, as he said, is saying no to a thousand different things. You know, what is what, what focus is, is saying no to something that you feel very passion, pa- passionate about with every bone in your body that it's worth doing. But you have to say no. That's, that's courageous right there, you know, being able to dispel all of that insightful stuff. And how many things have you said no to recently? That was Johnny Ive who worked for him for a number of years. And, And Johnny basically said, you know, Steve would ask me that question, you know, what have you said no to today? You know, and Johnny would spit out three or four things. And Steve could see right through him that it, those were three or four things that he didn't want to do anyway. You know, so it really wasn't uh, difficult to say to say no. Uh, and, and, and that's what Steve's really getting at. Or I, I say it like he's still living. God, God rest his soul as well. But that's what we have to realize here, folks, that our days of working time are limited. There's only so much time. And we can't treat being an entrepreneur like a 9-to-5. You can get away with that, perhaps, on a 9-to-5 job when you just dozing off, figuratively speaking, you know, surfing the internet, killing a few hours, uh, because it's it's not your buck. You're going to get paid regardless. But when it comes to like a, a sales commission-based job, you know, we need to really um, be careful with what we do. Or we're going to be in for a rude awakening when things dry up, so to speak. And it's funny with me, I tend to mentally justify things uh, in my head, 
you know, I, I get so fanatic. Uh, even being medicated, <laughs> I get so fanatic about uh, particular projects that I'm excited about, like purchasing a new uh, storage shed for the outside of the house. And we found a, a, a great spot for it. Um, it was different than the original spot that I thought we would have. But there were so many, you know, components. It was a rectangular piece of grass that we have here that's 11 feet by 15 feet, and I'm getting a 10, 10 by 12 shed. Okay, case done. You're all set. Well, you know what I mean? It's not that easy because you have a, a ramp coming off the doors that would extend into the driveway where my wife backing the car out of the garage would run over it. Uh, and I can't be having that. So then I found another one online that had a side double door where you could drive the tractor out of. And not only can you drive it out, uh, but it won't impede any traffic. Uh, and I spoke to an individual today, and he said, oh, yeah, you can cut those a foot. So it's instead of four, be four feet by four feet, you could have it four feet by three feet. So it won't, you know, impede uh, any any uh, vehicles or anything but folks when do you think I did this you know I did this yesterday afternoon S some of it this morning uh, just because well I don't have much pressing right now and I basically have the money to pay for the shed well you know what by not working those hours, I'm not prospecting, I'm not generating uh, relationships with folks. So my future income is, is taking a hit from my um, lack of steadfastness, I guess, you know, and not being mentally strong to overcome you know, these temptations. And it's not like the phone's ringing to me. I made the phone call to them. You know, so that's a, you know, a, a point that uh, I, I provide to you that I'm sure you all can relate in, in one shape, form, or, or another. And a lot of the times with me, I generate my clientele organically through Facebook groups and I have an automated system that does it so I I basically set it and it farms out you know the prospects and then sends a friend request along with a message so I get them on on both ends so to speak you know that there's a, there's a tag there if you will and uh once that's done you know, there's there's incoming um, feedback, correspondence from, from the messengers. Generally about a 50% uh, rate of return on that as far as response rate. But it doesn't always come in uh, immediately. So if I'm caught up on all my conversations... And I've sent out all my friend requests. 
Well, then I, I tend to goof off, if you will. And that's not the way to, to go about things, uh, you know, by, by any means. And then I see, you know, videos on Russell Bun- Brunson on his FHL funnel, funnel hackers, funnel hacking live. And it's like I, I get so distraught looking at all these successful people. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, when is that going to be me? Well, it's going to be you when you stop being lazy and you start working consistently and more productively and more um, systematically. You know, and that's, I guess that's my confession (laughs) to all of you. But it's a confession that, you know, we all have to make once in a while. You know, because you can't fake it till you make it in this world. You know, sometimes you can, but not your whole life. And certainly not with God. That is for sure. So, that's my confession to all of you. I have some deeper confessions that I could share with you which I truly have already confessed, so uh, I've been absolved of, of, of my sin as long as I've been um, contrite and uh, all of that. So maybe we can have a, a recount of, of my past, how much of a knucklehead and a banana I was, and my wife still married me. Uh, because she knew me during that stage, for sure. Okay, folks, have a wonderful day. I will hopefully be checking in with you tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.